Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Witch Next Door. Emily here, coming at you solo this week. Veronica is on a camping trip, so I'm holding down the fort, and I am coming to wish you all a very happy Lunasad. So today, actually, August 1st, 2020, is in fact Lunasad, uh, also known as Lamas, and I believe it's known by several other names, but essentially it is the first harvest festival of the year. It's the first of three, and it falls right between summer solstice and the fall equinox. So we had that really long day, first day of summer, also known as midsummer, um, back in the end of June, and the fall equinox will be coming up at the end of September. And Lunasad falls right smack dab in the middle of it. It's a fire festival, and it is named after the god Lu. Uh, Lunasad actually means Lu's assembly. So there are several stories that explain Lu's correlation to this holy day. He's a sun god, and it's been said that he originated the celebration. Um, I've read quite a few different accounts, you know, folklore um, and mythology sort of shifts and changes. There's always like that core story, right? But over time, it shifts and changes as it's passed down, especially through oral traditions. Well, actually in written tradition too, because things get uh, translated and shifted uh, through those translations. So I've actually read accounts of Lunasad being the funeral feast that Lou held for his foster mother who died from exhaustion after clearing a forest to create farmland in Ireland. So Lou was tied to the harvest through the work of his mother and the honoring of what she made possible. There are also the stories that suggest that on her deathbed, his foster mother requested that competitive games be held each year at this time to ensure an abundant harvest. So it is not unusual to have this festival um, include games and competitions, you know, like a grown-up field day, if you will. Uh, actually, when I said games, it made me think of the Scottish games. And I imagine that um, some of those may be a part of that. I don't know for sure. Um, but it, it's this time to be outdoors, right? It's a super yummy, warm time of year. We're in the Leo season. It's usually warm here in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, I know here in Northern California, we're starting to get those uh, cooler mornings, which is sort of lovely, actually, with a little more of that marine layer creeping in because uh, we're relatively clo close, close to the coast, close to the close. Yeah, anyway, close to the coast. <laughs> and uh, I can definitely start to smell fall. This is the time of year when I really start to go, oh, the season is changing. The harvest is here. There's apples on trees. Um, that are starting to fall on the ground for the earliest ones. And that definitely brings with it a very specific scent for me that triggers um, just that childhood, that back to school kind of feeling. Uh, and I actually love back to school season because I have an affinity for school supplies um, that I always go and buy 
total sidebar, but uh, anyway, <laughs> it has nothing to do with Lunasad. It's just that this time of year uh, is all wrapped up in that harvest time, end of summer, kind of having that last hurrah before the kids go back to school. Although this year they're probably staying home um, in many parts of the country. Uh, but the school supplies are still on sale. Again, sidebar. So uh, let's come back to Lunasad. This is really a time of gathering, coming together. Um, it's a time because, you know, I said Lamas is the other name, the Christian name for this festival, um, and that that actually ties to loaf mass. It's, it means loaf mass. Um, it's a great time to celebrate by baking bread. I actually baked some sourdough bread up this morning, um, and I made two loaves. I made a regular sized loaf for us for to eat. And then I made a smaller loaf that I actually cut up and tore, and tore apart and left outside uh, in different areas as offerings to the earth and to the birds and just in gratitude for all the abundance. So this is a lovely time to leave offerings. You could create an outdoor altar. Um, you could utilize your harvest. I have a friend that has been making these beautiful mandalas out of her vegetable garden. Uh, if you're listening, Rose, you know I'm talking about you, but <laughs> she's been making these gorgeous mandalas. And so you could definitely do some harvesting and create something with your harvest. Another thing that's really common, um, commonly linked to this is the idea of creating corn dollies. So corn dollies, um, I believe traditionally they were used, they were created by using the last um, husks of the harvest. But because this is tied to Lamas, Lamas as, or Lunasad as the first harvest, um, I've also seen these made out of green husks, not just dried husks. And you may have seen them too. It's they're these doll, these dolls that are made out of corn husks, so they're doll shaped. Um, you can decorate them with cloth or herbs or beads or whatever calls to you. Uh, they're used for protection in your home and for the coming calendar year. So you can you can put them someplace safe. You might want to put them over your front door or near your front door, um, or you know maybe another entrance point in your home. Um, I don't grow corn personally, but I do tend to make corn dollies or I'm, I'm doing quotations, which air quotes you can't see, but <laughs> I make dollies out of uh, items that I grow in my yard. So I always have an abundance of lemon balm and sage and uh, verbena, lemon verbena, and just lavender. There's always tons of lavender in the yard and rosemary. So I will go out and I will harvest different herbs and then I will create them into some semblance of a doll. <laughs> and and then that will be um, a protection doll that I utilize and have hanging in my home or sitting on my altar for the coming year. So because today is Lunasad, that is something I will be doing this evening. And I'll be taking last year's doll, actually I have two from last year, and throwing them into the fire pit. Uh, tonight to release that energy and to start anew. So it's sort of this lovely time of year where you are honoring abundance and honoring the harvest and then also honoring the fact that this is something, you know, so let me back up, going back in time to uh, when we were much more reliant on um, agriculture, you know, in, in our local areas. I know a lot of people buy local and 
do their own garden and all of that. But we definitely live in a time now where you can get darn near anything you want at the supermarket. And many, many, many people are not tied to the creation of their food, right? They're not growing it, harvesting it, going to the farm and getting it, any of those things. But back when we were, you know, having a good harvest was really about life or death. That was really about being able to survive through the winter. So when I think about protection, I also think about it in that way. I think about it energetically, but I think about just the the symbol of honoring the protection um, that having a harvest, having abundance brings to your well-being and to your family. So that's just another, another spin I love the idea of having like a big potluck of people bringing and sharing things that they have grown or made. Uh, and unfortunately, this is not the year for that <laughs> that type of celebration. But I just want to put out there that you can still share your harvest. Uh, you can still share with other people. You know, I, I know in my garden, some of my plants and flowers um, have gone to seed. And I've collected those seeds and I will be sharing some of those with um, some of my friends. So this is something you can do if you happen to grow anything or if maybe, I don't know, you know, if you have seeds on hand, I know usually you're supposed to get new seeds every year, but I honestly have planted seeds multiple years and they still grow. Um, But if you had a particularly lovely harvest from something that you grew even if it was store-bought and you haven't are not able to dry the seeds or get the seeds from that plant and you still have seeds left over, maybe you share those with a friend. You can pop those in the mail. Um, they're super lightweight and easy to travel. <laughs> or maybe you grew something um, in your yard this year that you have an abundance of. I know, you know, squash is the biggie, right? Everybody plants a zucchini plant and is like, oh my goodness, that's so much zucchini. What are we going to do? And then you have bread and then you have roasted zucchini and then you have stuffed zucchini and sauteed zucchini. And then you're like, oh, I'm so over zucchini. But maybe your neighbor planted tomatoes and you didn't and you guys could swap. Um, Even in these times when we are socially distancing and staying away, we can still share food in this way and it might require a little extra washing, but (laughs) we definitely can do that. You could also make jam. You know, we can make things and making things like jam and whatnot are things you can share with other people. Berries are um, coming into harvest. And I, I know stone fruit here came into harvest back in July. We we have what we call plum day. <laughs> we joke about it because we have this plum tree that makes so many plums and they're so delicious, but they all come to being into full on being like um, kind of the same day every year. It's not really the same day. It's like over a week span, but it all comes to be ripe um, during a period of time where there is no way my husband and I are going to eat all that fruit. So, you know, maybe you have a plant or, um, or maybe your plums have already come to fruition, (laughs) but my hunch is if you have any fruit growing, you probably could make some jam out of it or make something crafty out of it. And you probably have an abundance of it. You know, apples, you start to get all those windfalls. Um, And those are the types of things you can definitely share with other people. So the idea here is being grateful, feeling into your abundance, 
sharing the abundance that you have and being able to receive the abundance that other people have to share with you. So that's another part of this, right? Not only are we celebrating abundance, but we're also and we're being grateful because there's so much to be grateful for, really. But there's also a piece of receiving because when somebody gifts you with something that can, um, it's like it's it can be awkward, right? Some of us have a hard time receiving. I'm speaking from experience. Uh, but when you open yourself to that, you're also opening yourself to a different kind of harvest um, and a different type of gratitude. So anyway, uh, that is a lot about, <laughs> about things you can do to celebrate Linasad. Uh it's also, you know, I mentioned at the beginning of this, the idea of competitive games being held, but, you know, for those of you that are, that have live with family, I guess, or have um, family in your home, or maybe you have roommates or whatever, this is a great time to get outside and to have that super fun, like competition, right? Maybe you have a badminton net or a Frisbee or whatever it might be, and you just get out there and play like really celebrate the amazingness of summer um, before it wraps up, you know, before we come to a, cl a close um, on this time of year. So these are the main points I wanted to make about Lunasad and Lamas. And I definitely uh, also would just like to put out there that this year there are people who are struggling Um because of the pandemic that's going on. So maybe you don't have an abundant garden, but maybe you have a little extra time. And I just would encourage you that to give in these ways too, right? Um, abundance doesn't always mean food or money. It can also be time and connection. And I know that there are people who are lonely, people who are feeling isolated right now. And it, if you have a little time to reach out and say hello, that can be a, an extremely just precious gift, you know, very dear gift to people. So think about what you might have. Um, or maybe you're cleaning out your pantry and you have extra food and you can donate it to the food bank. Or you have a little extra money and you can donate to a local cause or a friend or family member that you know might have some need. Uh, but I just wanted to throw that out there too because we, this is about abundance, right? We're talking about harvesting and having abundance and being grateful and then sharing that with our community. And abundance can look like so many different things. So how do we share our abundance? Whew. Okay. So <laughs> I can go on and on about giving and harvesting and um, abundancing. <laughs> Um, I think the last thing I wanted to share about this holiday is that it is a fire festival. We are in the sign of Leo, which is also a fire sign. The sun is so warm and it is summer, you know, that sun is drawing out. It's, it's helping to grow all of those plants in our gardens and our yards and in the world. So, um, sun energy, fire energy is really an action type of energy, right? It's about movement. And I think it's, it's a really lovely time to also look at what am I ready to transform? Not just what am I ready to harvest or cultivate? Like what have I been cultivating that I'm ready to harvest? What am I ready to transform? What do I want to change? Um, this is a really 
great question to ask yourself at different times throughout the year, but right now, why not? Uh, ask yourself that question. What are you ready to transform? And utilize this this time and the energy that's happening around us to make that transformation happen for yourself. Anyway, that's what I got for you all today, wise women and men. Thank you for joining me as I go on this solo journey, this solo rambling journey. Be very careful because it's very easy for me to ramble. I'm one of those people that leaves those voicemail messages where I just keep going. And then I'm like, gosh, I really should hang up, you know, two minutes later. (laughs) So I will settle myself down and say goodbye to you all. And I will be back with you next week uh, with Veronica. And we will be chatting to you. Um, Actually, I'm not sure. We We have a list. So I have to check the list. And it'll be a surprise. We'll be back next week with a surprise. All right. Take good care and keep it magical, folks. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.